Welcome to Gamer's Ledge Podcast, the weekly podcast about video games with news, reviews, analysis, and opinion. Keeping you up to date on how to wisely spend your money for video games, movies, RPGs, comics, books, and more for over 16 years. Find us online at gamersledge.com. And now, your hosts. Hello and welcome to Gamer's Ledge Podcast. Come on in, sit down, relax, have yourself a piece of green tea, pound cake, a glass of milk. Yeah, that was my thought. Sit back (laughs) and relax. It's Gamer's Ledge Podcast. It's a look at the gaming industry, a look at what it means to be a hardcore gamer, and a conversation amongst friends. I am, of course, one of your hosts, Mark. Joining us this week, all the way at the far left today, from the other great white north, it's Matt. Howdy. And then joining us also from 40 minutes away from the other Great White North, it's Nick. Hello. So, there might have been a couple games that came out this week. Nah. Yeah, well, we'll talk about all that. It's good stuff. Why don't, we, why don't we start by recapping what's been going on, uh, what we've been doing this last week. Nick, let's start with you. Oh, that's a first. Um... I haven't even thought of Destiny in a week. I think I'm finally cured. <laughs> then I got this new little bump. I think it's cancerous. It's Fallout 4. I, it's it's not going away. And the weird part is I haven't even looked at the trophies yet because I have a rule. Can't look at the trophies until you play through the main game once. Yeah. Yeah, this one was a dumb idea to do that on because I, I am a side quester. I'll go through the main storyline and then all of a sudden, hey, you could also do this. And I'm like, mm, yeah, I'll do it. And then all of a sudden, oh, that branch leads to four other branches, leads to 12 other branches. Yeah. 800 and then, hours later, you're thinking, <laughs> I can get back to the main class. Yes. I'm level 72, and I'm looking at enemies like, pew, oh, look, this little 10 damage pistol kills everything. It's not even... <laughs> <laughs> including your tree. Exactly. It's That's what I do. So... Um, it's bad because you'll walk and all of a sudden I'm like, okay, last side quest until I finally get to do the main mission again. And then either one of two things happens. Either a super mutant boss comes out of nowhere that can one-shot me or as I'm walking from point A to point B, side quest D-E-F-G-A-A-J shows up from random people talking to you. And I'm like, hmm, great. Now i got to do six more side quests. See... The Skyrim, I was the same way. I actually spent 32 hours before I killed my first dragon. <laughs> so I didn't even have the Fusro Da or anything. I, I just was like... The first, dra- the, like the first, first dragon? No, first, first dragon. First story level 30, dragon. 32 hours I was what into the game. What did you do for 32 hours? That, that was pretty forced to that point. I picked a direction and I started walking. <laughs> and there were all these quests that got in the way. I'm like, oh, look at this. Oh, what? You, you're really a witch, and you've got like this hidden thing under your house. Why? Yes, I'm going to kill you. 
and, <laughs> you know, that kind of stuff. So, yeah. Yeah. Just 30, 32 hours before the first dragon. Just I didn't even David know Carradine. about shouts. Didn't even know about yeah. <laughs> Just call you, you David Carradine. That's all we need to know. <laughs> so, yeah, I've been playing that like crazy. Uh, I've done a little bit of Borderlands to get some no, more. Wait, 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 wait. You, no, no, no. You can't just... You can't just give that slice and say, been playing a lot of it, and then move on to Borderlands. How do you like it? How oh, are the God. graphics? What's the sound like? <laughs> How's the story? Oh, we're going to go through this? Well, I have a whole review coming, but... Um, okay, so the game itself, it lives up to its tale. Everything you loved about Fallout 3 is back and better in Fallout 4. The crafting system... It, here's here's the best way to describe Fallout 4. If you have an itch in a video game, except racing and sports, Fallout 4 scratches that itch in some way. The crafting system allows you to build buildings of multiple stories. The uh, you can craft and mod guns, armor, and uh, guns and armor, including your power armor. Um, you have power armor now, which reduces damage. Reduces radiation, and you can wield big-ass weapons like miniguns and a bunch of other stuff. Um, it, th there's RPG elements. Duh, it's Fallout. Um, the perk chart has been remade, and I actually like it. I hate it because now there's so many choices, but I love it because there's so many choices. Um, so it's, you know, slap you with one hand, caress you with the other kind of thing. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Not sure that okay. Sure, that's an analogy. Um, it's the closest thing I have to one. Um, uh, obviously FPS elements. It's just it's. I have to say it because I played so much. It's not as smooth as Destiny's FPS, and I mean that in the nicest way possible. It's very jaggedy. It's very pinpoint accurate. Um, it, it's still very good, and it's still very enjoyable. So oh, what I you're saying, you still use VATs. No, actually. Un unless you have very high perception, do not. Because you're at... I always... I only have four perception, and every time I aim at somebody, their head only has like a 20% chance of hit. So I'm like, screw it. I'm just going to aim with... And I have like big-ass snipers. Because I just sit in the back and ping, you're dead. Ping, you're dead. Ping, stop moving. Ping, no, no, no. Okay, now i got to reload. It's just... That's how I play. There's shotguns, there's melee weapons, there's legendary items, so the loot people, we get that itch too, because there's legendary enemies which drop legendary items. Both weapons and armor, mind blown. Uh, there's so much to do, so much stuff. It's a, it's a If Skyrim got a future mod, it's basically Fallout 4. Um, so it's Fallout, Fallout or Four Lands? Basically. Um, I don't think the area itself is bigger, but they, they've packed so much into the smaller space that you don't even know it's smaller. Believable really? Boston accents? No. Ooh, that's something. Aha. Graphics are good. There are obviously graphical glitches. I haven't come into any, actually, which is weird, but I've seen them. Uh, people are already modding crazy stuff into the PC, and uh, one of the biggest complaints I have about it, which is weird, because one person does it amazingly, and everybody else sucks at it is th when you talk to somebody, the camera f f zooms in and focuses on their face, which is cool, because then you know, okay, I, this is a conversation I'm going to have to talk. Uh, when you talk, you select one of four things. Not important. When they talk back, 
99% of the characters have a completely flat face. They could be saying anything, and they just would be completely flat. I, I found my lost son. No emotion. My birthday's tomorrow. No emotion. Matt, you didn't tell me that you got work in a video game. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of work, apparently. Um, <laughs> wow. <laughs> but then there's one character, which is uh, one of your possible companions. She has very detailed facial expressions, which is weird because it's like blank, 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 blank. Um, and all of a sudden, you randomly find this person. She asks you for an interview. It's a four, like a four-question interview, stupid interview. Um, and during the interview, she's like, wow, that's so cool. And her face is in amazement. And you see her eyebrows lift, and you see she gets a kind of smile. And I'm like, where did you come from, and why didn't your coding work on everybody? What the hell? So, very, very cool there. Um, the only other thing I would have to say is uh, your companions. I I only have tried dog meat because why would you not have a dog as a companion who can kill people? Still don't understand that answer. Um, but I the companions are awesome because the dog finds random stuff, finds enemies for you, can disable them, can can carry a disgusting amount of stuff for being a dog. I think at one point I gave them a fat man, a cryolator, another fat man, a missile launcher. And then please tell me you shot him. No. Send him into the enemy territory and then just sniper him. And <laughs> problem solved. <laughs> yeah, like in Fallout 3 when you launch the nuke in Nuketown right. and you just watch it from a distance. No, I sniped my dog. No. Uh, I gave him all this stuff and he just ran away. And I was like, no, wait, wait, I need you. And then he found a stim pack or something. I don't know. But it was... Um, the game itself is very, very in-depth. I do have one thing to say. Your power armor, if you can find the right ammunition, your power armor can take you to god level pretty quick. At least from what I've seen. So, um, the downside is your power armor works on fusion cores, which I only have like four of. So, um, not able to do a whole lot there. Uh, and the, the enemies jump dr dramatically from what I've seen. So, I was doing one mission killing everything in three shots. I did the next mission available, and they were killing me in, like, three shots. And I hate boomers and suicidal mutants. If you don't know what those are, they are the boomer is a raider who shoots mini-nukes at you. I hate him with a passion. <laughs> and then a, suicide, uh, a suicidal mutant is a mutant, which can lob a mini-nuke at you or run to you with a mini-nuke and blow your ass up. He does both very well, and very accurate, might I add. So, uh, game is very good. Everything's awesome. Music is amazing. I highly recommend it, if you even kind of like Fallout. Alright. And then you said you played more Borderlands? Played a little bit more Borderlands. Got some more recording I put on my PC. <clears throat> um, I've been playing Deck Heroes on my phone. Haven't played Final Fantasy Record Keeper. Uh, I actually downloaded Hearthstone for my phone. That's bad news bears right there. I know. That really is. I should have never reinstalled or gotten that working again. That is that is death in a game. Uh, trying to think what else. 
No Destiny. A little bit more Rock Band. If I need to blow off steam, I just play Rock Band on drums. Yeah, that's about Matt, it. Matt, how about you? Uh, surprisingly, no Rock Band this week. Although I do need to get some money on the PSN so that I can buy some of the DLC because they've had some sweet songs come out the last couple of weeks. Um, <clears throat> the uh, Tap Titans periodically uh, mixed in with a little bit of shooties guys and beatniks on the phone. Um, so, yep, those are games, and they basically are <laughs> to occupy my brain when nothing else is going on, and I can't get to anything else, <laughs> or to keep me from falling asleep while on phone calls with crazy people. Um, let's see, I uh, did a good round of Infinity 3.0. I finished out the original uh, bunch of the, the uh, what do they call them? the extra things. I can't think of what they call them. Toy box? Anyway. Toy box? Huh? Toy box? No, not toy box. They're, they're, they're in the game. They're like, you know, like beat these many people or shoot down so many things or, you know, they're mm-hmm. challenges. challenges. Challenges maybe they're called? Challenges. They're challenges. Um, so did a bunch of those. Max starred most of them but not all of them. Um, and, Yeah. Uh, also played the Siege mode in the Star Wars Battlefront app, uh, which is an interesting... What does it do for you? Uh, it gets you... Uh, unlock. It does unlock things eventually. Uh, primarily, it gets you credits. So you're telling you me game. that I can actually earn credits when I'm not playing that game? Yep. Hmm. Although they've only unlocked one set of one siege so far, unless they've unlocked another one, I haven't been in, in a, since the game launched. So uh, I'm not sure if they've unlocked a second siege or not. Hmm. Um, and then obviously Star Wars Battlefront. Uh, uh, anybody that watches the the stream from Gamers Ledge saw us uh, dive into that last night. Um, in a big way. Yeah, how long did you guys keep going after I bailed? Uh, I think the final counter was like four or five hours total. Wow. So I'd say we probably stayed on for an hour after you left, hour, hour and a half, somewhere in there. Okay. Um, And I would have stayed on if I hadn't had to get up early this morning. Right. so the uh, yeah, it's got it looks way better than it has any right to. I'm still blown away by Endor. I mean, Hoth looks amazing, but Endor is just wholeheartedly agree. I mean, right there with you, they are probably the best visual fidelity on a PS4 title that we've seen yet. And it's not 1080. I mean, that, that's the craziest thing. It's not even native. It's 1600 by 900. It's like, where did you come up with that number from? But they locked in the frame rate. I mean, the frame rate, I don't think I saw a frame drop. No. A noticeable frame rate drop the entire time we played, and it was with full maps all the time. Um, you know, two walkers on the screen and lava streaming down the middle of the level and people and an running around and shooting all over the place. Yeah. Yeah, STs. I mean, and never saw a frame drop rate. And Luke uh, or Vader jumping around with their lightsabers like a monkey on crack. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, that too. Um, my son was playing Battlefront when I got home, and he was playing the uh, King of the Hill mode. And, uh, you know, where you are, for, for those I don't know, um, it's a bunch of people versus a hero. So you've got uh, the three heroes that it cycles through and Luke. And then if you kill the hero, then the um, got to be Luke and then proceeded to get decimated <laughs> because he didn't know what he was doing because <laughs> um, he'd never played a hero before. Um, and Luke is, of course, obviously the most different because Han and Leia both are blaster-based, but then Luke's lightsaber-based, so it's a completely different control scheme. Um, well, Why do we got to segregate based on control schemes? Come on now. Yeah, you know. What else? Um, so, uh, but yeah, that was that was fun. Uh, you know, it, it seemed much more balanced than the beta did. Um, and prettier. Uh, all, and prettier than the beta. Um, even the levels that you saw, the the Hoth and the uh, Celeste levels that you saw in the beta look better than they did in the beta. Um, more detail in the in the levels and stuff. Uh, and um, you know everything. I did get the pre-order bonus, so I've been I've been primarily using the DL44, also known as the Han Solo pistol. Um, so that's one of the higher damage ones, but it does overheat fairly quick. Uh, so you, but as long as you hit, you're usually okay. Um, the, you know, I haven't unlocked a lot of the cards yet, so I don't have a lot of the extra stuff yet. But that that's coming along. Uh, and there's a lot of modes. There's just what is it? I guess it's a three by three, so what nine modes? Yeah, but I mean, this is this is really kind of what I wanted to to bite into or tear off and discuss with you is. Of those modes, we played, what, three of them on a regular basis? Yeah, we played the pods and the walker. And, and the capture the, the flag. Capture the flag. And we tried out the squadron one, which I did a little bit of on my own, too. But yeah. I, I am... How can I say this? I'm wondering about the legs of this game because it seems pretty much the same thing over and over and over and over again. It seems super grindy, a la Destiny. So I'm surprised Nick hasn't purchased it already yet. <laughs> Wait, something is grindy? I need to own it and master it. Yes, the <laughs> Battlefront, quite quite grindy. Uh, you will enjoy. And it's very pretty. So how is, how is Battlefield grindy? Battlefront. Sorry, how is Battlefront grindy? Battlefield is online-y. Uh, well, Battlefront is also online-y. That's but, true. Um, it's grindy because you basically for every let's say you end a match with 5,346 points. Okay. You're going to get 540 uh, 5,000 what did I say? 53 whatever. You're going to get 534 <laughs> bucks is basically it. So you have to save up money in order to purchase cards. These cards have items on them like a thermal detonator, or like a um, an ion um, torpedo, torpedo or something like that. Yeah, and so you can have three cards in your hand as your loadout when you go into a battle. So you may hit triangle for the main card, um, L1 for one of the other cards, and what is it? Circle for the third card, something like that. I don't know. 
I can't remember. Yeah, I don't, I don't it's remember. something along those lines. So the point is, is that each of those cards has a cooldown or a cost to use, one of the two. And, for example, uh, my primary card is an ion charge. So it makes it so that my primary weapon is ion charged and I can do more damage to things like AT-ATs or ATSTs. But it uses a charge and you find those in the environment. So if I have not, if I've used all my charges and I don't find a new one, guess what? I can't use the charge and I can't use the power. And I have no that's for that's for the top one. The correct the left and rights are left and rights are cooldowns. Cooldowns, yeah. So it, those are like support abilities, if you will. Um, but yeah, so there's that, and then there you buy you buy those cards, but then you also buy guns, and then you mm, also buy exactly. outfits, etc. So you never have enough money to do everything you want, which is why when Matt said that I could actually make money in an app, then I'm like, hmm. Well, there's one app I'm still designing, but we'll talk about that after. Oh, well, um, yeah, that's a different kind of make money. That's true. So I, so is there like a best weapon or a top, like there are four guns that are just the best guns? or? Well, so that's that's kind of the thing is you can't use the guns until you unlock until you buy them. them at well, a yeah, certain level. And then buy them. And then buy them. So you've actually got it behind two gates, if you will, um, level and price. And, and that's the same for everything, outfits, cards. Yeah, so it becomes, a, yeah, it becomes quite a, a it's very grindy. Hmm. Okay. But as people unlock more stuff, the, I think the gameplay will expand as people unlock more stuff and they pick up a style. Because right now, basically, everybody's using exactly the same stuff. Or, yeah, they're or, in the same spot. It, it comes down to that you spawn in and are immediately shot from across the map by the people who have unlocked the fantastic things because they're 13 years old and don't go to school <laughs> or work or anything of that matter. They don't so, have life yet. Not, There's that. Not, not that I'm speaking from experience, mind you, but I will say that that did happen to us, even a team of vets last night. We were being spawn camped for there for a while and we decided to quit out of the game. Huh. The fact that yeah. you can spawn camp kind of really deteriorates me because that was the one thing of Destiny I liked. With the the one thing I liked about PvP, though I had some good runs, you I've never. I mean, wait, no. Let me take the back. Once or twice out of my entire year and a half playing Destiny, I've been spawn camped, or I've been. But yes. yeah, that's something they can tweak though too. You yeah. know, you can make certain hills higher so that you can't see across the map. Yeah, but, yeah. Oh, yeah. Go ahead, Matt. Um, yeah, there, there's definitely an element, and you know, it's it's not balanced. Like, you have to shoot down a lot of fighters and stuff in the shoot in the spacecraft mode to make any money at all. I mean, it's really fun, but there is very little on it. Um, See, and and but, the AT the ATAT assault mode. You can make a lot of money, but for the amount of time that a single match takes, your time would be better invested in the pod drop mode or capture the flag because you make more money in a lesser amount of time. Right. So, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's all about are you going to do it, and then I know you're very much this way, are you going to play the modes that get you the most return or are you going to play the ones that you enjoy the most? You're going to play the ones that primarily that get you the most return. 
her. Um, so it, it depends on what your motivation is too, right? Uh, and we already know that we get our first new set of maps on the 8th of December. Um, or I guess I get it on the 1st of December because I pre-ordered mine from a certain um, so the uh, so you know we know that they're you know the 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 uh, season pass has gotten a lot of guff, but of it we know that four more sets of maps that'll be coming out over the course of the year, and new cards and new weapons. So I I don't know. Yeah, it, it's possible that it'll get very repetitive and just grindy. Um, but then again, you know, I had a lot of fun doing the indoor ATH mission. You know, that, that map was fun for that. It was different from the Hoth one. I tend to just get sniped from forever away on the Hoth one because it's just a big, flat, open ice field. <laughs> but, um, and I found out what that one trophy is for. Apparently, Ewoks were flinging rocks at us. I still want to be able to shoot the Ewoks. I saw be shooting Jawas tonight, so... so yeah, I want to shoot those too. I couldn't die, but... Yeah. Shoot the Jawas, punt the Ewoks. I'm good. <laughs> like the footballs yeah. they are. Um, what else have you played, Matt? Ah, really? That's. I think that's it. Uh, I might have played a little bit of uh, Broken Age, but that's kind of gotten put off to the side now for multiple various reasons. Um, and in like two weeks, we get another set of free games. So I. Uh, but yeah, that's that's about it. I contemplated buying the uh, old uh, SNS Super Star Wars, but then I remembered that game was horrible and hard, <laughs> and so I decided against it. Well, let's uh, see. If you ever put out Jedi, I'd buy that one, because that one was the most reasonable of the three. Yeah. Um, let's see. I played Final Fantasy Record Keeper. Nick said he did not play, which is not the right time to be not playing right now because the, Why? Why? the Final Fantasy VIII event started yesterday that gives you Cypher. Uh, Cypher. Yesterday? Uh, I got time. Yep. Yeah. I got time. Yep. And so so Cypher is yesterday, uh, yesterday and then um, they did a bunch of new levels and stuff. and Yeah, so I'm, I've been keeping up on that. Um, been playing Tap Titans as well, but that's slowed back down since I haven't prestiged again yet. Um, so WWE 2K16, I started to talk about this last week, but then I confessed I hadn't actually played the game. I have played it now, um, and I actually think it's probably up there with one of the best ones that they've done. Uh, it's still no... Uh, it's still no... WrestleMania 2K on the Nintendo 64, but as a modern era wrestling game, it straddles that line between sim and arcade quite well. Um, the amount of flexibility and customization in it is pretty doggone amazing. Uh, the um, It does have bugs, like One of the sections of it's called the uh, My Career Mode, and I thought 
that they were going to take your base generic creative wrestler and work his way up, and then you'd be able to export him. Well, you can't. He's trapped inside that my career that my career mode, so you can never get him back. And when I copied him over, because it was setting his stats down to zero, basically, and my actual character was not at zero, it actually changed a bunch of stuff and somehow wrote it over to the other character as well. So it changed my movesets and all that, and my attire, and I had to go back and change. So there are some bugs, but overall, uh, it's pretty interesting, and the the controls are fairly well done. Um, it's, so you're saying you actually wrestled a match? Yes, I actually wrestled okay. many matches. Um, okay. And about the only thing I can say is that, uh, you know... Wrestling game AI is either ridiculously stupid hard or it's pretty easy. I would say that this still tends to lie on pretty easy, um, but the reversals are dumb from the computer. So the AI is stupid and you can easily beat it except for the fact that it has cheap reversals. And so my recommendation is if you do invest in the game, make it so that you can have infinite reversals because one of the things they instituted this year is an option which is on by default so that you have a reversal meter that refills. Well, for whatever reason, it sure seems like the reversal meter on the computer refills way faster than yours. So all you're doing is penalizing yourself by having the reversal meter on. So I would recommend turning that off uh, and that'll make your 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 enjoyment of the game much higher. But probably what impressed me the most, and they've been doing this for the last several years to mixed degrees, is they will showcase a time period out of the WWE history and have you replay those events using the actual people that were in those matches. So this year's uh, showcase is on Stone Cold Steve Austin, who's actually a very amusing character in the wrestling world. And it's kind of interesting that you start with his debut in the WWE and start to see and experience all the storylines that made him into the superstar that he is in the organization. Now, I still don't like WWE wrestling, and I still don't like most of the workers, most of the people that you know perform for them. But... Uh, they picked an era where wrestling was entertaining, I guess is the best way to say that, which is during the Attitude Area during during the 90s, and it's the late 90s, and it's actually really interesting to play through all this stuff, and then it tells you as you're playing the match what you need to do next in order to initiate the next video clip or cutscene or whatever it is. And so you actually play these matches, and they, they recreate them in how they actually occurred during that timeline. You've got kind of free will in between those recreation sections. So if I want to drag the guy out of the ring and beat him until he's bloody, I can do that. But then eventually it's going to say, throw him into the ring and do a grapple. You do that, and it kind of then takes over on autopilot. So it's almost like you're you're earning cutscenes as a reward to see to progress the story. And as somebody who actually watched... WWE TV through all of this, it's nice because 
you you fill in the gaps. It's like it's like rereading old comics, Matt. You know where you remember the overarching themes of a storyline, but you don't remember these little moments that kind of made that storyline great. And then you're rereading right. the book and you're you're seeing them again. So I think this is a really clever mode, uh, and it's managed to eat up far more time than I was thinking it was going to. On top of the my career and my universe modes, so I'm really enjoying the game. I, I think it's really well done. There's a lot of choice, a lot of option. Um, you know, if I was going to score it, I'd probably give it an eight out of ten. So I'm wow. I'm really enjoying it. Um, Considering my own, how deep down the hole that series has fallen by and large, that's, that's I was rather crazy. surprised. I was rather surprised with how good it is this year. I'd say my only real complaints are there are some bugs. Nothing like earth shattering, but some bugs. Um, but then the real complaint I think lies in the entrances this year. Um, there are very few generic entrances. And when you get into the tag teams and stable entrances, it goes even worse. I mean, there's only three generic tag team entrances this year, and that means that, you know, if you're like me and you've got uh, 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 just one show has 15 different tag teams, there's no way to stop them from all looking the same. Right. And there's almost, there's very, very little generic music in there as well. So it, you know, you're going to end up having to use a pre-exist, uh, pre-existing superstars. That's one of the things they did in the previous versions, where you could use your own music, and that was pretty awesome. But I guess that's gone now. So. Well, and since the PS4 can't see your music files natively. Well, there is that. I guess, yeah. That's. <laughs> and they and since that. Dave's not here, since it's Dave's not here, I guess I have to say, still not Fire Pro. You know, and that's probably why I like it. <laughs> probably why. There, I like that was it. for you, Dave. <laughs> uh, get well soon. Come back from the Just hospital. Get some sleep. Um, <laughs> played more Deception. Uh, uh, played a lot more Divinity: Original Sin. Uh, we're up to episode twenty-three, I think, on that. Dear Lord, um, you need to get a job so you stop playing so much. That that was the weekend. We're doing we're doing the long hauls on the weekend. This last one was like five and a half hours, I think. Um, I have now earned my most rare trophy in existence. Only twenty nine people in the world have it, and I am the twenty ninth one. Rare by the number of people, or rare by percentage? Yes. Wow, which game? Which trophy? That's rare. <laughs> Uh, Divinity Original Sin. Um, I don't remember the name of the trophy off the top of my head. I'd have to look at PSN profiles. It is less than 2%, and there are only 29 people in the world that have it. Hmm. Actually, that may not be true. I I think John got it in his solo game now, and I think he said he was 34th. So it looks like five more people, including him, have gotten it. So... But that's and the funny part is I've been kind of eyeballing the trophy list of, as we've been working our way toward through the game, figuring out where I need to what I need to do to get us towards those. There's one coming up that is less than one percent, so I'm I'm pretty pretty psyched if I can pick that up. I really want to get the platinum because I'm pretty sure this will be that's one of the rarest pat platinums in the world. So 
No, uh, Super Meat Boy takes that cake. Not to kill well, your bubble. Okay, well, right. But I'm not insane. <laughs> <laughs> That's debatable, but... Stop, stop um, making fun of me. I will. <laughs> um, played quite a bit of Rock Band with the Misses, and the more I play it, the more I enjoy it, but at the same time, I want to be able to create set lists. I want to be able to play online with friends. I want to be able to get a bunch of us together playing Rock Band, and that is kind of annoying me a little bit. A couple more weeks. I know. Um, oh, December, you pick, that's have right. Have picked up any of the DLC so far? Yoten no dinero. Copy. So, no. No, no DLCs for, for the Marksman. Because um, we, we, cause, cause this... This week, um, shut up and dance is out there, so we have to like somehow trap John into playing it. With us. Oh, I need to get it then. Oh man! <laughs> yeah, but John doesn't play Rock Band. Yeah, this is somehow we gotta trap him. We gotta we gotta get him in a share play where he's watching one of us or something. Nice, that'd be perfect. Um, the other thing I played, did I talk about Need for Speed last week? I don't believe so. I don't no. think I did either. So I put in a hefty dose of Need for Speed. Uh, the absolutely muted uh, five-hour-long playthrough is up on our site. <laughs> yeah, same with my uh, Star Wars Infinity got muted because of one... Of all the songs that are copyrighted, there's only one that's got some monetization on it, so it mutes the whole thing. It's well, like... the, f- the funny part is in mine, there's no actual song. Like, it had to have been a... Background, Something in the background in one of those cutscenes. One of those cutscenes, because I have music turned off on mine. And so I'm like, why don't they just mute the area in question as opposed to the whole five-hour video? Well, And I went through the editor, and you're supposed to be able to do that, but every time I tried it, it says failed. I'm like, well, yay, YouTube. Thank you for a tool yeah. that doesn't work. So I, um, oh, go ahead. As we stream okay, on YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to wonder, do you want me to... Uh, uh, do you want me to put up my Let's Plays, any and all, or what? Because I've got yes. a bunch of recordings now. Yeah, all of them. Just make sure that you don't have any copyrighted music or you have the music in the menus turned off, because if you don't, they're all going to get pulled from YouTube. And, oh, by the way, you can't mute the music in the menus in Battlefront. Oh, yeah, so, yeah, that's that's the other thing. I would, I, so, so far, we've not had any oh. copyright strikes uh, in... The first two, which are where the music showed up, Matt. Yeah. What I did to get around this in the third one, which was our extended play, is I actually turned the master volume down to like eight. Yeah. So I could hear you guys, but even on the stream, there really weren't any sound effects or anything else, just so we didn't get pulled for that. So hooray copyright law in the United States. Hey, as long as I can have the music and sound up on mine, I don't care what you have. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but yes, uh, Nick, if you're going to do Let's Plays and streamings, you must turn all music oh, off for the recording. So does this, does this affect like PewDiePie and them too? I mean, do they no, all get hit up have, with this? Or do they, they have, have exemptions? advertisement rights. So they're able to play the game and it's considered an advertisement, so they're able to uh, play it to its full extent with all music and everything, and they just consider it more advertisement towards the game, so he can do whatever the hell he wants. Yeah, pretty much. And, and Scandinavian. Yeah. A lot of times, though, they will they will actually sign 
things that yeah. YouTube can access that shows that if somebody does create a copyright strike, they just issue a challenge to it and say, here's my piece of paper or my virtual piece of paper, and that's it. Yeah. They get, so they get sucks. you know, right? Yeah, it, it sucks a lot. Which, if you get big enough, any, you can get. Right. Goals. Yes, yes goals. Um, so the other thing that I'm very annoyed about Rock Band, which is where we started with all this, there's no way to get a single guitar. Yeah, there's no way to buy any single instrument yet. <laughs> we, we, we keep going to places and... I could buy another copy of the game with a guitar mm-hmm. for $99, but I don't want to do that. And plus, I can't afford to do it. But that's not the point. I would eventually like to buy just a guitar, and right now there's no way to do that. So that be I thought they were supposed to be out already, but I'm, not, I'm unsure what their revised schedule is. Um, so Need for Speed, Drop Dead Gorgeous, they cheat by making almost everything at night or early morning. So there is not really a single time in the game that you're driving during full-on daytime, which is a little weird, but it still looks really, really good. Not Battlefront good, but just right there. Yeah. Oh, um, from the, from the uh, beta, it's the same. Yeah, Fallout's got pretty skies, which you wouldn't expect from a post-apocalyptic environment. <laughs> But I have I have been killing enemies, shotgunning dogs to the face, not mine, other dogs. And I'll look at this bloody mess, look up and go, oh, those clouds are nice. So last night, last night we're battling on Endor, and I'm zoomed in through my scope with my sniper rifle, and I'm I'm just about to squeeze the trigger off to shoot this guy in the head and I hear Matt pipe up and say, ooh, pretty shoreline. And I'm like, damn it. What are you doing? What are your priorities in this game? I fell off the ledge I was on and I landed down on this really pretty shoreline on Endor that I had no idea was there. I'm sorry. More to the story. More to the story. So you left and that map cycled through again and somehow I ended up over there, and I fell down the same cliff, and I'm running next to, this, to, the, to the waterfront, and I'm looking out over, and I'm seeing the ships in the atmosphere, and I'm like, ah, oh, this really is a pretty short one. <laughs> <laughs> and, and See, I Deuce and Grady started busting up, and I'm like, I have to tell Matt about that when we talk later. <laughs> Really a pretty shoreline. So. I'm sorry, but in my brain, it's like there is war and death everywhere. But the pretty beach takes hey, That's off. why you have to find the beauty in the world that's, where you can. That, that is exactly correct. As um, the so bullet sp- comes towards your head, yes. So Need for Speed, the story is so bad Horrible. that it is actually pretty gosh darn amusing. For some reason, this... Uh, trust fund prep kid takes a shining to you and he's somehow managed to collect this whole team of people including a mechanic, a sponsor um, and you know a bunch of other race heads and those are your people who get you new races and stuff as you progress so it's almost like there's storylines with each of these people 
So and they're all happy. It's, it's like it's like comic book crossovers. They're all happening at the same time, and right. it's not even possible. <laughs> right, that is exactly correct. Because Spike will be like, "Well, let's all meet at the diner." Yet at the same time, you're supposed to meet Manu down at at the bowling alley or whatever it is. They can't all be in the same place at the same time. Yet when you drive up, there they all are. <laughs> they're all. <laughs> uh, the. I think after putting about five and a half hours into it, I might be done with it. I'm not sure. I want to keep... I want to give it a little more, but the the problem I have at this point is now races are no longer producing the income that they once were, and I had saved up all my pennies to buy this the car I wanted, which was a Viper. And now that I have the Viper, it doesn't handle anything like I wanted it to handle. Mm-hmm. And so now I have no money, and you therefore... Parts for it to modify the handling. That's exactly it. And I still can't get it to feel the way I want, so now I'm thinking that I've wasted this ginormous amount of money on this new car and I'm not sure how to progress the story because I can't get past these other challenges that they want me to do because my car isn't souped up enough. So it's it's a little frustrating on that point. Um, and there are two other things about the game that really kind of annoy me. The first is that it is an always online game. So if you don't have connection to their servers, you're not playing. The second is that it gives you the option to drive from point A to point B. You never in your life have to drive from point A to point B. You can just teleport there. And there is no benefit whatsoever in ever driving from well, point A to point B. That, that's not entirely true because you can find the places where you take the snapshots and there were two things. There was the snapshots where you pose your car somewhere and then you take a screenshot and what was the other things where you had to find a certain place to do something there are little things like that around the city they're not significant but they they are there yeah i i didn't find any of that so i just quit going oh. and and other people join your game and why that i didn't ever well on the I mean, I, I mean, I can tell you why to crash into you as you're trying to do a time lap race or something along those lines, and then you go, "What is even the purpose of multiplayer in this game?" So it's the so, Grady mode. Yeah, it's the Grady mode. That's exactly <laughs> correct. That is exactly correct. Um, so yeah, I, I've played a good bit with that. If I had to put a, a score, I, I mean, just to recap, the graphics are awesome. The CGI, actually, I mean the uh, the full cutscenes, the the full live action cutscenes, surprisingly actually kind of work. They're they're goofy, dumb, but, but yeah, they're dumb and they're goofy, and I've never seen so much bro fisting in my life, bro, bro, <laughs> you bro, just bump everything. bro, bro. <laughs> you're not. Bro. You're, you're totally right. That's the funny part. <laughs> it's like. Are you serious? Even the even the the females are doing it. I'm like, okay, these are actors. 
hired and paid actors. And you are the silent protagonist. You have no discussion options. You have no dialogue choices. You but have... you do. You do always. You never leave them hanging. No, you never. No, you never do. You never do. So, uh, I guess that code is there. Um, you know, so story is cheesy, but I can live with that in a racing game. Uh, gameplay, <laughs> it's it's good. It's more fun I, than Drive Club. It is more fun than Drive Club. It is less fun than um, Paradise City. Paradise City. It is. It is less. It's less fun than some of the previous Need for Speeds, and that's actually I think where I'm a little. It's less fun than the crew. Oh. Hmm. And the thing that I think is interesting about that is the crew had less customization, but more things to do in the world. It felt like a living, breathing world where there was value in going from point A to point B. Here, there's none. And so I, th I think overall, I'd probably give it about a six out of ten, uh, six and a half maybe. Um, it, it it's fun. I'm not saying it's a bad game. It's not a bad game. I think it's going to be a really easy platinum if yeah, that's know. important to you. And Nick just perked up. What, what's the name of this game? <laughs> I, heard, I heard easy platinum. Yeah, I, so I messed oh, up. I, I, sorry, but I, uh, the one, sorry, the one racing game I played that I, I, the only racing game I've ever played, actually one and two, that I've loved, I have played Midnight Club 3 Dub Edition. I got everything. Beat every race, got everything. I even got the special cars at the end. Like the Lamborghini, Marcielagos, the all those high-end stuff. I got my Lamborghini. I souped it up, because at that point you have disgusting amounts of money anyway. I won all the races in first place. And I was like, okay, so this is racing games. I got the next racing game, and I couldn't stand it, because it wasn't, it wasn't Midnight Club. So uh, I might pick this one up, because I was also a fan of Burnout. So I have my favorite racing games, but they're very, very picky. So this is not going to be on your favorite racing games. It will be in your mid to upper tier, but it's not going to be your favorite. Eh. So just I have some extra cash from Christmas. Yep, there you go. Real-time uh, real damage, one thing you didn't mention. So there is but it's, a, not, it's not very... Yeah. Okay, so yes, you're right, it's there, but it's all cosmetic. It doesn't yeah, affect it's all the, cosmetic. It doesn't affect the driving. And... It's really dumb because since it doesn't affect the handling of the car, there's no reason it shouldn't go away after your race. <laughs> yeah, it goes away if when you go to the garage. It goes away when you go to the garage. And so all they're really doing is padding out the, the length of time of the oh, game. That, that's the true with Burnout, though, too. Paradise, Burnout Paradise, you had to go to the repair center to get it fixed. But there was a, a point at which your car was totaled. Yeah, and there's you, a point where you couldn't drive it anymore. Right. Yeah. Right. But I mean, if you didn't get to that point, the only way to repair it was to go to one of the repair centers. Sure. Now there were multiple repair centers. Yeah, that's yeah. exactly it. I didn't have to do a 35 second load from wherever I was to the right to you the garage. Drove through and went right. Um, is drifting any better in the final version? Because drifting was miserable in the. Dark. No, is the answer. It's. <laughs> And and that's really where that's actually the challenges I'm stuck on, um, because I can drift like a madman in Burnout Paradise. I can drift like a madman in most games. In 
they give you a slider bar for do you want extra grip or do you want extra drift? And you can tune your entire setup that way. I can't find that sweet spot. It It's either I'm too grippy and it takes too much to initiate the drift or I'm sliding all over the frickin' place no matter what I do at all points in time and I'm, I'm swearing at the television the whole time. Yeah, so, that, 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 that was not fun. So it's, it's sad they didn't fix that in the final version. But There are plenty of people on the boards that offer their suggestions. You know, I, I've looked at a couple of them. I may try it out. But, yeah, I was a little, a little disappointed in that one. Um, it wasn't everything I was hoping it would be for the anniversary of the franchise. Taro, how about you? What did you play? Oh, right, you're not here. All right, so that brings us to news. A <laughs> little bit late. A <laughs> little bit late, yeah. Um, so speaking of Rock Band, Matt, I think you've got a story about Rock Band in December. I'm going to ban you from saying speaking of. <laughs> Just because it so happens with the worst segues ever. Nick, speaking of, speaking of, ah, Matt, speaking a story of. about Rock Band. Yeah, so uh, we, we kind of uh, touched this a little bit earlier, but Harmonix is starting to make their first batch of, of significant updates. We did get one update in November, or was it the end of October? I think it was beginning of November, um, for Rock Band, which uh, turned on 5.1 and a couple of other little things. Um, but in December is going to be their first uh, big patch, which is, fingers crossed, supposed to include online play. Also coming out December 8th and costing the Mighty Mighty Boss Tones price of $15, blech, you will be able to export and import your Rock Band 3 tracks into Rock Band 4. Wait a minute. So I saw this and I was confused. So due to their licensing agreements, they can't <laughs> sell any... They can't offer for free anything that's not being charged for in the store. Currently. That sounds right. So I thought it was $15 for the people who did not export, and it was free for the people who did. I could be wrong, but that's well, kind of You've never been able reading. to export Rock Band 3. That that's the case for Rock Band One and Two. If you exported them previously, like if you exported one when you bought two and two when you bought three, mm -hmm. then you'll be for free. We've never had an export for Rock Band Three. That's what the fifteen dollars is for. Is for the export. Well, boo! That means I got to come up with fifteen bucks somehow. That it does, my friend. That it does. Um. I'll be honest, Rock Band 3's on-disc soundtrack wasn't my favorite, but it does include some key songs that we've been missing uh, from our from our uh, sets. Uh, well, we can't do a playlist, but through our through our play sets, you know, when you go and you <laughs> pick out pick out songs one by one by one by one by one by one. Harmonics put in playlists. Um, so uh, no, yeah, you mean one by one by one. Pause. One by one by one. <laughs> Pause. Sorry. Something like that. Um, so, uh, and then uh, sometime during the next year, in theory, they will also be doing the same for uh, Rock Band 1 and 2 and Lego? Yes, I think Lego. Yep. Uh, Green Day, Lego, Rock Green Band Day. 2, Rock Band 1. I think they said Green Day was 
people were screwed somehow, and they weren't oh, ever going to well, be able to do it, which sucks because I had that one too. It's still TBD on this list, but um, Beatles is the only one for sure that you can Right, that, which sucks because that was actually a really good game. Yeah, but, you know, that's yeah, Beatles. Apple and Beatles yeah. and, yeah. So, your beloved Apple. Um, yeah, so good not stuff coming for Rock Band. <laughs> Apple Music, not Apple Computers. It's all, it's all, money all goes to the same place. Oh, okay. Uh, so, uh, yeah, so we got good stuff coming, uh, this coming month for Rock Band with our, with, uh, with that at least, and, and haven't seen any news on the patch, haven't seen that it's been pushed out or canceled or what it's going to include, but here's hoping that it's coming out on time with at least, at least online play. Um, so yeah. Speaking so of, speaking yeah. of good stuff coming... <laughs> Must, where's the lead button? Where, where's the hang-up? I'm going. I'm done. Um, obviously, this is something that frightened me. I looked at the date today. Do you realize that we are a week away from Thanksgiving and Black Friday? And yeah. I have a three-hour drive ahead of me. Yay. I'm, I'm three, three days away from deer murder season. Deer murder season. <laughs> deer murder season. That That's our new... Album name. I'm just saying right now. <laughs> That's actually a pretty Game. good album cover. Yeah, I know. It's, it's, it's got to be. It's got to be a metal band, though. It's got to be a metal band. It have to be. It would have to be. <laughs> wow, that's awesome. Uh, I, I am actually now thinking, contemplating about going onto the PSN and reserving that name right now. Your murder season <laughs> would be the best thing name. <laughs> You have to solely play heavy metal songs. <laughs> what was that or... one? In, in, wait, actually, last night. Oh, that's right. It, it, along the same veins, I got killed by Uncle Murder, and I'm like, that is that's a good screen name, Uncle <laughs> <That> Murder. <is. laughs> it's not bad. So yeah, Dear Murder Season and Uncle Murder going on tour in the state near you soon. <laughs> but back to our. Our uh, list of good stuff, PSN Black Friday deals have been listed with lots of PS4, PS3, and PS Vita games ready to go on sale. Now, we don't have prices yet, so you'll have to wait and see what those are. But uh, for PS4 games, Diablo 3 Reaper of Souls Ultimate Evil Edition, I can't imagine it's going to be more than 10 bucks at this point. Yeah, That'd be my thought. The Evil Within, Middle-Earth Shadow of Mordor Legion Edition, buy that if you don't have it. The Walking Dead Season 2 and Season 1, what, last time those were on sale was 4 bucks. Uh, one was 4 bucks. I don't okay. know about 2, but yeah. Alien Isolation and Season Pass. Hmm. Huh. Natural Doctrine, NHL 15, Trials Fusion, Styx Master of Shadows, Oddworld New and Tasty, Transistor, MotoGP 14, Shadow Warrior, Surgeon Simulator Anniversary Edition, and Rayman Legends. Uh, oh, as well as Watch Dogs Season Pass, Watch Dogs Bad Blood, Entwined, Wolfenstein The New Order, Ooh. Uh, the Lego be. Movie, the, yeah, it is actually, the Lego Movie The Video Game, and the Amazing Spider-Man 2 Gold Edition. <laughs> That's lots of love so right bad, there. even I won't play it. Mm -hmm. 
but it's got gold in its name. It does have uh, gold. Vita games. FIFA 15. Akiba's Trip, Undead and Undressed, Natural Doctrine, Persona 4 Golden, Blaze Blue Continuum Shift Extend, uh, Call of Duty Blacks Op- Black Ops Declassified, no, uh, Rayman, no, stay Legends. Away. Yeah. Rayman Legends, Ragnarok Odyssey Ace, uh, Adelir Tatori Plus The Adventure of Arland, Gravity Rush, Soul Sacrifice Delta, Invisimals The Alliance, Sly Cooper Thieves in Time, and Unit 13. And then PS3 games, just real quick. I'm just going to read down the list. Uh, the Evil Within, Alien Isolation and Season Pass, Plants vs. Zombies Garden Warfare, Gran Turismo 6, Akiba's Trip Undead and Undressed, uh, Natural Doctrine, NHL 15, Sniper Elite 3, Child of Light, uh, Ragnarok Odyssey Ace, Mass Effect Trilogy, MotoGP 14, Grid Autosport, Sly Cooper Thieves in Time, Ratchet & Clank All for One, Ratchet & Clank Nexus, The Lego Movie The Video Game, Rayman Legends, Valiant Hearts, The Great War, Watch Dogs, Bad Blood, Watch Dogs Season Pass, Beyond Two Souls, Little Big Planet Karting, Mod Nation Racer, Wolfenstein, The New Order, Amazing Spider-Man Gold Edition, and Amazing Spider-Man 2 Gold Edition. So, watch your PlayStation announcements to see when that is going to be live. There's some in there that I'm interested in. I probably won't have any money to buy them, but I'm interested in them. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm in a similar situation. <laughs> so speaking of things we're interested in... You're pushing my buttons, man. man. You're pushing them. Uh, You're just... Hey, hey, if it, this is where he's... If he's going where I think he's going, I'm, I'm okay with that. Yeah, one. because it's something that's near and dear to your heart. Valkyria Chronicles. Woo! <laughs> so not one, but two. two. Well, technically one and four. Yeah. yeah. yeah anyway, yeah. so uh, yesterday Sega announced, uh, much to the surprise of everyone, that they are coming out with a remake of the original Valkyria Chronicles. Well, not a remake, a HD remaster, remaster edition of Valkyria Chronicles which was for the PS3, coming out on PS4, which will come out with a demo for Valkyria Azure Revolution, which is Valkyria Chronicles 4. Uh, 2 and 3 were PSP games. Uh, 3 never came out in North America. Um, so uh, as, a, as a huge uh, fan of the original, uh, the second one was good. I, it just didn't get to the level of the first one for me. Um, very excited about this news. Uh, now, unfortunately, there is no news of a North American release. Uh, Valkyria Chronicles Remastered is coming out in February in Japan. Uh, and then winter 2016 for Azure Revolution. Uh, some of the interesting things, though, is Azure Revolution is not the standard template for the game series, according to director uh, Takeshi Ozawa. Uh, it's uh, going to be more action-based. So it's uh, the battles are real-time and action-ish, quote-unquote, while the players are setting commands to buttons. I have no idea what setting commands to buttons is supposed to mean, but uh, that was translation from Japanese, so who knows. Um, so uh, it's still a, a real... It's a strategy RPG shooter 
with uh, with a uh, strat SRPG kind of feel to it, but it's going to be more action. Uh, so I don't know if they're still going to be turn-based or if it's going to go more of a kind of a Star Ocean type uh, battle system. Uh, the two pe two of the main characters were shown holding melee weapons. Uh, in the chats that was put out. So it'll be interesting to see if there's going to be more close-ranged versus the uh, strictly guns and tanks warfare of the originals. Um, but, yeah, very, very excited. I do hope they put the, the remastered and, uh, and uh, Azure out in North America. And, heck, even if they put them in a bundle and charge me 80 bucks, I'll buy, I'll buy that. So... Um, See and now, now we've got to have this discussion because you knew it was going to come. <sighs> you're going to make you're going to harsh my you're going to harsh my, my 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 jam here, aren't you? No, I'm going to explain why I what the problem is that I had with the first game because I thought the art style was great, I thought the story was great, and I would play through the missions and I would do all the objectives that they tell me to do, and I was still getting like a C rating on every single one of them. I'm like, what do I got to do to get an A or an S ranking on these? And then I found out the answer is ignore the game and just complete the level as quick as humanly possible, which was an odd design decision in my mind. Because don't you want? Yeah, it, it was. It, it it was, and you know, once you got high enough level, you could accomplish the goals and finish the level in the time to still get the the S rank. Uh, but yeah, really, the only thing you had to do was capture the flags and finish the level. That was really all you had to do. And if you could do it as fast as possible, so you get your uh, oh, what were the machine gun types called? Assault. Yeah. Um, you know they they were part tank part they they were the tankishest ray of the of the groups. You know they uh, could deal a lot of damage too, uh, but they could take a lot of damage. So you get those and you level them up so that they could move more than they could originally because that was their real hindrance early on. Um, and yeah, you could just kind of take an army of those guys through and pretty yeah. much clear a level without having to really do much anything else. But uh, I, I now, was hoping that they fixed that in the second one. And the third one, and we never got to play the third one. So the second one tweaked it a little bit, but by and large, it was the same model. Um, third one, yeah, I, I never heard anything. I never really researched it. I actually, honestly, didn't even know there was a third one till quite a while after. <clears throat> but, so it'll um, be interesting to see if they keep that in this new one. So that's what I'm hoping. Yeah, we'll find with, out. with the with the focus on the action. Um, that you could go either way. It could be they just eliminate the objectives, or it could go more of a Dynasty Warrior thing where it's strictly objective-driven. So, Nick. Speaking of being strictly objective-driven. Ah, you're doing it too! Not fair! <laughs> <laughs> ah. so, so, Nick. Yes? You've played this little game called Fallout 4 that came out, right? Kind of. So, let me ask you this. You left Vault 111, right? Yes. And, of course, you got a trophy for that, correct? To my knowledge. I haven't checked yet, which bothers me, but yes. Yes, you, you do, you, you're supposed to get one okay, as soon as you go yes. out. How long did it take you to get out of Vault 
one one one. Uh, I guess since it was my first time playing, I look through everything because I know what Fallout is. Mm-hmm. Uh, under an hour. So as of right now, this is where it gets interesting. If you look at the numbers, there are 12% of players who are in the vault and haven't left still. Well, that's not bad. I mean, I don't know who the hell would not play Fallout 4, but... It looks like this may be... Uh, unsure if it's on the PC or PS4, but if you looked at it on the PC, then it looks like there's 140,000 players stuck inside the vault since there were 1.2 million copies sold on Steam. Holy jeez. Either people don't have time... Or I, I, the game's too good to not to say it's, oh, the game's not doing something right. So I, I'm guessing maybe there's the Steam achievement is busted or something along those lines. But yeah, it's I would cover that. Thing. Yeah, it's well, they just decided they just like vault life and they don't want to leave. Maybe they I, like being frozen after I seeing their... Well, I think 140,000 so people start the game and then don't make it an hour in. That seems little... Well, does it force you out? I mean... No. No. It does not. You have to find a little button, which is hard to see, and you have to realize, because nothing tells you it's interactive. So you just have to go, oh, because that's a bobblehead, I know it's interactive. Or, oh, that's a magazine that looks a little too colorful not to be interactive. You have to know what to look for. There have been several times I have washed an area, just killed all enemies, done a quick glance, walked away, Realized my brain saw blue in an area that's normally gray, red, and brown. <laughs> Went back and found it, found it, a magazine, and I was like, "Wow, my subconscious is way more powerful than I thought." Ooh, sweet, plus five percent damage. Awesome. Okay, and then you keep going. But those Speaking little talks. Huge. Speaking of things to go back to. Ah, <sighs> yes. It was uh, announced this week that Rainbow Six Siege is going to have an open beta next week. So if you did not get into the original closed beta or you're on the fence about the game, you can definitely check it out by blowing holes into a house uh, starting November 25th, running through November 29th. So that's available. The beta, open beta is available on PC, PS4, and Xbox One. The game will launch December 1st. Did you get a chance to play the beta for that, Nick? No, I signed up for I've signed up for like six betas now, and the only one that I've gotten into is Battleborn. I'm still keeping my mouth shut, but got into that. Uh, I've set I signed up for Overwatch, and uh, I put one in for another game. But uh, just FYI, I don't know if they've been doing this for long, but if you go to GameStop right now and put five dollars down on the division they will give you a code to get into the beta. Cool. So I'm trying to get into closed stuff, though, yeah. so I can start slowly, slowly putting my name in there. Same here. Um, we did that one, we did that one, we did that one. Matt, do you have any others? Speaking of things that's never been done before. Oh, what's that? <laughs> So uh, why are you yeah. helping him? 
Oh, it's like it's bothering you. <laughs> yes. Oh, I need to mute my mic. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, the, there's a little bit of a, a first-time fusion going on over in the Super Smash Brothers world. Oh, right. And uh, Cloud Strife from Final Fantasy VII and all the other Final Fantasy VII series of games is coming to a Super Smash Brothers near you. So, um, honestly, I haven't actually seen exactly how that's working. If it's a free update, I, I, I don't even know how this works. Do you have to buy the Amiibo? Do you, is there an no, Amiibo? No, Do you, no, how, how does this work? I don't even still know. Down, still download it from the store. Um, but I think the most interesting thing about this is the fact that Final Fantasy hasn't appeared on a Nintendo uh, system since, no. you know, pre-PlayStation. Right. So there's been a lot of speculation that the Final Fantasy VII Remake is coming to the NX, which is Nintendo's next unannounced platform, because suddenly Cloud shows up in Super Smash out of the blue. Yeah. I personally think that they've been running a poll on these the Super Smash website, which they <laughs> have like for a really long time, yeah. of who would you like to see in there? And everybody always says Cloud Stripe. And guess what? They actually gave you what you asked for for a change. Yeah. Hooray. Yeah. And now everyone's a conspiracy theorist. <laughs> Hey, we're we're in full conspiracy theorist mode between Star Wars and that and you know all the other stuff going on. So no reason to stop now. Um, speaking of not stopping now, go ahead. You're on I, a roll. I, did, I, I didn't I didn't see his reaction. I wasn't looking at the screen. Um, there has been uh, released for the UK a new one terabyte PlayStation Four bundle to come out uh, at the GameStop. UK GameStop, GameStop UK, I don't know, whichever order you put that in. Um, and the bundle includes a remastered version of The Last of Us, God of War 3, and the entire Uncharted Nathan Drake collection. Uh, so that's five games on one yeah, for, for your For your purchasing pleasure of £289, which is probably, what, £350? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I can do the conversion quick. Google will do it for me. But um, so yeah, if that no word, um, if that's coming to North America yet or not, but that will be definitely something to keep an eye on if that does, because that's actually a really good deal. Yes, it is. Uh, to U.S. dollars. Oh, whoa! I was off a little bit. That's four hundred and forty dollars. Huh. But they don't have to convert it, so it doesn't really matter. Right, but if it yeah, if we we're gonna come here, it'd probably be four hundred, I would guess. Yeah, that'd be my guess too. Which is still, you know, base still a good price, deal. Huh? Yeah, I mean, for I mean, Last of Us is amazing. All four of the Uncharted's are amazing. God of War three, not my favorite game, but it's still pretty darn good. So, and it's a one terabyte system. Not that that really matters because the upgradable hard drive, but you know, whatevs. Well, speaking of things that we enjoy coming to the PS4, this I'm seriously going to go. You guys are just you're right there. <laughs> this should be labeled a rumor. Yes. But rumors making the round is that Peggy has rated some of the old PS2 games for PlayStation 4, including one of my favorites of all time, Dark Cloud, 
Awesome and game. Ape Escape, Ape Escape and Twisted Metal Black. All awesome um, games. So it looks like we may get some more PS1, PS2 classics. Um, I will definitely buy Dark Cloud. Remaster everything. Get the legendary weapons. Waste another 200 now, hours in that game. Oh. Now oh. the question is, though, are they going to be PSN retail or are they going to be part of the... PlayStation Now. Um, service. That's yeah, kind of the question that I've got running around my head. And I have a feeling that we're going to see learn a lot more about this at the PlayStation Experience event in the beginning of December, which we will be at and covering. So make sure to keep it tuned for GamersLedge.com for more information as it develops. And speaking of things that are being developed, we've talked a little bit about Odin Sphere Leaf Fraser, the new Odin Sphere game being made by Atlas and Sega. What's interesting is that a couple days ago, Atlas posted a video uh, to its website encouraging people to use their site to tweet about the new Odin Sphere in order to unlock an 8-bit version of it. It will be a playable in-browser version of the game. And the goal is to get 28,888 tweets. The counter is currently at, or as of the when uh, this article was written, 23,858, and the campaign lasts until November 30th. If you want to see what, like a preview of what it is, just search for Odin Sphere 8-Bit on YouTube, and you'll find a preview of it. Looks pretty awesome. So I thought that was an interesting uh, ARG. Yeah, it's... Um, oh, it's currently at 2,800, so very close. Yeah, okay, awesome. So is it uh, the, is it the leaf browser version or is it the original? It looks like it's the leaf browser version. Okay. Because in the uh, pause screen or the title screen, it has that in there. So. Okay. So yeah. Cool. Yeah, it was a fun game. I never finished it because after I realized I was only on the third of like eight characters, I kind of finally gave up. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it, but I enjoyed the game immensely. It was very colorful, very nice. Yeah, so. vanillaware. It was. It was. It's very vanillaware. Yep. Uh, do we have any other news? Um, you know, I think we actually have. Uh, I got some quick. Oh, go ahead, Nick. Oh my gosh! Speaking of late breaking news, Nick. Ah, <laughs> so it's not really news. It's just something that you guys said earlier that I have proven actually incorrect. Oh. Yeah, it's not bad. So, remember all those lovely 16 gigabit downloads that Destiny gave us? Right. Yeah, like every download was 16 gigs worth of data. Right. That is not on top of the game. That does replace files. My current size, I checked my hard drive, I'm at 400 gigs already. How? Um... The current size of Destiny as an application, including updates, on my PS4 is 40 gigs. So that can't be... I think there's at least been four 16 to 12 gig updates, so that can't be how they do, st- how they do things. 
So just an FYI, all those Destiny updates, they're not taking up your hard drive space. They're simply taking up your life. So, <laughs> <laughs> so they're only stealing your soul. Did he fall off the internet? He might have. Nope, I see movement. We, oh, okay. You kind of broke it. Yeah, you broke um, up. Oh, okay. Uh, so what did you say, Matt? I said, so they're only stealing your soul, not your gigs. Oh, that's correct. That's correct. Well, that brings us then to final thoughts. Uh, Matt, final thoughts for this week. Uh, final thoughts? Um, everybody have a good holiday week next week. Uh, I'm guessing we probably won't have a show. Or if we do, I won't be here. So I won't be here. Um uh, everyone have a good holiday. Everyone in North America or United States, not even North America, excuse me, because those silly Canadians already had their Thanksgiving. <laughs> um, but uh, so those of you who celebrate Thanksgiving or take the time off to you know play games or spend time with family or murder deer, whatever it is you do during your time off, uh, enjoy it, and uh, we will see you back probably the following week. I'm guessing, uh, and uh, be safe. Nick, final thoughts? Um, I'm actually starting to get pretty far in the script for my review, so all that's left is editing. It actually isn't that bad, because I have quite a bit of everything else, um, including, apparently now I need to get new music, yay. Uh, so stay tuned within the next, hopefully, week for that, and then after that's going to be a Fallout 4 review, so stuff is actually coming. Uh, besides that... Uh, stay tuned. I will have some Fallout Let's Plays. I am horrible at Let's Plays, so I, I may mute it myself just for your entertainment. Trust me. It's better that way. Uh, other than that, if you want to join me on Deck Heroes, feel free. It's fun. It's, it's truly free. It's a freemium game, but you can enjoy it as much as I have without paying a penny. So, that's it. Well, my final thought is uh, check out our Let's Play of Battlefront on the site. Uh, word of warning, uh, th these are adults using adult language. Um, that's my only disclaimer on that one. Uh, and we'll probably have some more Divinity Original Sin coming your way, uh, as well as Battlefront, so check that out. Um, those will be up on the site as well as on our YouTube channel. Uh, housekeeping, of course, if you do like the show, please do click like and subscribe to us. Uh, tell your friends. Uh, you can also find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash gamersledge. Twitter is at gamersledge. Uh, Pinterest, just for Joe, is pinterest.com slash gamersledge. And, uh, uh, of course, the website gamersledge.com. Leave us your feedback in the box below. And we'll end the show as we do every week. Crying. What do you call a psychic small person who has escaped from prison? I'm trying to think of a clever comeback, and I can't think of one. A small medium at large. Ah! <sighs> I was close. Uh, I, had, I had the small medium, but I couldn't. Uh, I'm in physical pain from that joke. <laughs> physical <laughs> pain. Game on. Game on. Game on. Game on, joke off. Game on, joke off.